live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Andrew Jones has it for Texas. He had it knocked away by Harkless. He stole it, fakes a pass, and lays it in! Wow! Goldwire, right corner, Mo, three-pointer, Gibson knocks the bottom out of the ever-loving net. It's a one-point game. Parr's second is no good. Groves has it. A three would win it. Groves ahead to Harkless. Shot at the buzzer is up. It is no good. Off the top of the backboard. And Texas wins it in overtime by the final of 80-78. to Oh, good morning, everybody. Try that again. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Turn it up, TJ. I need to, I need to hear a little music today. Been to Oklahoma. I don't, have the, I don't have the voice. Wednesday, Feb 16, smack dab in the middle of your work week. Smack dab in the middle of the month of February. Toby and TJ with you. We are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Hey, they are also Oklahoma's only Cruise America RV rental location. And they manage a fleet of 25- and 30-foot motorhomes that are available for both local and one-way rentals. Check them out. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Speaking of extreme outdoor, TJ, are you ready for the next 24 to 36 hours or so? <sighs> Did no. you blow in okay today? No, I was blowing in last night. It kicked up last night. It was blowing around pretty good. So, no, no, I'm not looking forward to it at all. I like this morning. Almost 60 out there at 5 in the morning, you know, when I roll out to head to work on, uh, yeah. in February. I like that. Do you think you'll be one of those, um, I started to say old people, maybe you do it now, but you wear a shawl around everywhere just because you're cold? You take an extra jacket with you to the movies? This is where where my wife and I fight about the house. You know, she keeps it cold, and I always walk around the house, and it's freezing in here! That's uh, probably what I say inside our house more than any other line that's uh, uttered in our house. It's freezing in here! Does she just not care? She uh, sitting on the couch. She'll be like curled up in a blanket, 
And yeah. Bronx will come out of his room curled up in his blanket. And they're like, get a blanket. And I'm like, I want to just be comfortable walking around my house. I don't want a yeah. blanket. So that's, I'm on your side on this that's our that's our, uh, <laughs> that's our life much of the time through the winter. <laughs> I like to sleep. We've talked about this before. I like to sleep a little cold because I like the, you know, the blankets on me and all curly, curly, snuggly, snuggly. But uh, you know, don't, don't make me miserable walking around. I, if I want to wear a T-shirt and bare feet around my house, come on. Thank you. you know, help me Thank out you. here a little bit. So now, now we've um, both dug our heels in on this situation. So I don't think it's ever changed. You and your wife? Yeah. Could you, like, is there, what, she sets it at 66? It's, uh, she'll, she's gotten better this year. I've kind of. Broker on a degree, so she's she'll turn it down to sixty seven when she leaves the house during the day. So you were able to 67. you were able to bargain a one degree out of her. I think so. <laughs> That's good. Well, uh, we got we got weather headed our way, folks. It's going to be extremely windy today. Forty five to fifty mile an hour winds in central Oklahoma. The entire state is going to be extremely windy. Fire danger extremely high before the rains come. Rains aren't coming until late tonight, early tomorrow morning. So today is a massive fire danger day. So please be smart out there. Um, and then overnight we got storms rolling through. Uh, it sounds like the tornado chances are very, very low, very low, but it's going to start, uh, in the Metro, according to what I saw this morning, sometime in the middle of the night, tomorrow night, maybe two, 3 AM. Uh, but we're rock and roll pretty good through here. We're going to have some good storms with, you know, storms with 50 mile an hour winds aren't a lot of fun. So that's going to happen. We got to get going to get about an inch of rain or so. And then the the bottom's going to fall out of the temperatures, and it's we're going to get a break for a while, and then it's going to be snow. We're re- still really windy, and it's going to be snowing for a few hours. Going to get about an inch of snow or so. Although I, with those kind of winds, I think it'll just be drifts on the side of houses and buildings. <laughs> Nothing's going to stick to the ground with that kind of wind. Uh, could be a little bit slick tomorrow morning. And then, uh, of course, like Oklahoma, I'm sure it'll be 90 degrees by Saturday. So, uh, gonna be an adventure. It's, it's definitely a good fly a kite day, Teach. You flying kites these days out at the lake? Do you guys fly kites? No, I can't tell you the last time I flew a kite. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't tell you the last time I saw a kite. Does anybody ever fly kites anymore? They do. We live down the street from a park, so I see them down there flying kites. You quite see a bit. kite flyers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. That makes me kites feel better have been about. replaced a lot though. Now that you say that, by drones. So, but I do still see kites oh, around the yeah. park. Mm-hmm. Are there drone rules? Yes. Laws? There are laws. Yes. Such as? Well, I don't know what it is for like individuals. But, like, I know, like, photographers and uh, people that use drones professionally, they've got to be licensed and take all these exams. And there are certain fly zones and how high they can fly them and in what mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I don't know what those rules are, but they definitely do exist. 
We've regulated the drone industry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. That's good to know. We don't want ro- rogue drone flyers out there. Can't have that. Ooh, speaking of rogue, you remember the house I told you about in my neighborhood that uh, I think might be a marijuana factory? Yes. <laughs> I've taken a walk by. I take a walk by there every day almost. But the last couple of days, it's almost knocked me to my knees when I've walked by the house. Uh, in the street, I'm like, oh, my God. It's like billowing out of the house. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like Snoop Dogg lives in there. Why don't you go knock on the door and introduce yourself? I can't. I would faint. I think I'd, I'd get all paranoid and pass out and need Cheetos if I went to the door. I don't know what would happen to me. <laughs> Cheetos anyway. That's true. That's a good point you make. I'm avoiding the pain today, folks. OU falls at overtime to Texas last night, 80-78. to Another great basketball game. Just like Saturday, though, it goes the wrong way. A two-point loss. Oh, man, we got so much to talk about from this game, TJ. But a gut punch of a loss for Oklahoma last night. And now it's going to be really tough. It's not impossible, but they're going to have to win a couple of road games, I fear now, to give themselves a shot As in addition to taking care of home, home games. they got five games left and probably need four of them to get in. So, um, oh, man, I'm just sick today. That team played so hard. Porter Moser was so despondent last night. The crowd was great. The students were great. Uh, everything about that game was awesome, and it came up two points Except short. the score, yeah. Mm. Everything but the score. Mm-mm-mm. couple of, uh, I mean, basically all it came down to was a, a Mo Gibson slip and really a tic-tac touch foul on Tarkless in overtime. I mean, it gave them an extra possession here and there in overtime, and they made the shot, and Man. How about this? In overtime, Oklahoma made every shot it took. Every what, free the, throw, yeah. every field goal, except for the half-court heave. The last one, yeah. At the buzzer. That's what I'm saying. You and just lost. gave them an extra possession or so here or there in overtime mm-hmm. and with turnover, and that's all it was. I mean, that, that is all it was. They couldn't yep. have done anything better at, at, in overtime outside of that. Not turn the ball over once. And block out. And block out, yeah. They were bad about blocking out. So, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, in overtime, they gave up the two. Timmy, they out-rebounded Timmy, Texas Timmy, last night. Timmy night. Allen just comes running in from half court. It seemed like every play for the last, I don't know how long, uh-huh. that game uh-huh. tipping in missed shots. So, <laughs> you're right there. Block out. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, man. How was it on TV? How did Franner do with Oklahoma? Um, I could not hear. I was in the gym watching the game no, on okay. my phone while watching a game. So I, I don't could think only... we've won a game with Fran in attendance this year. And I love Fran. I do. Uh, Fran and I get along great, and I think he's a really good broadcaster. Facts are facts. I'm not sure we've won a game with him in the building this year. Huh. I would have to go back and think about that. Or you'd, I guess you could just text him and ask him if he's been in the building when they've won one. But... I'm trying to think. You might be right. Well, he was on the call for the Tech game, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't. Okay, 
Uh-uh. Um, we had uh, we had Spatola and uh, 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 oh from Tulsa. We, we had uh, that crew for the West Virginia win and the Texas Tech win because we were joking about how we wanted them to call uh, every okay, game for okay. us. Maybe um, he hasn't. Maybe he hasn't. Yeah, man, just uh, I mean, clutch shot after clutch shot. Both teams, big time plays. You heard the Harkless steal off the top. He played his, you know what, off last night. Uh, he and Goldwire were just phenomenal. Uh, Harkless had five steals. Goldwire played like 40 minutes with one turnover last night. Another almost 20 points. Mo finally, he got hot in the second half, started hitting shots with people draped all over him. Um, would have loved to have. I've heard some uh, are some some complaining about the final possession of regulation, and I'm with you, uh, definitely. And we'll hear Porter Moser's post game thoughts coming up. Shagwa taking a three is not the play that was drawn up. Well, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, it's not. But I honestly, I would encourage Shagwa think... to never shoot another three again. Okay, he's That's a what, good shooter. I would encourage he never shoot it again. Why? Why do you say that? Every about time a forty percent three point shooter. I, I'm sure he's career. Made him. I'm sure he's made them. Every time he puts one up, I'm like, oh, there's an air ball. Like I get so yeah. I get so frustrated when Ethan Jaguar shoots a three point shot. He's a better three point shooter career than Tanner Groves. Not true. That being said, I that the play wasn't drawn up for that. But, and here's what, here's what. Uh, Porter will tell you in his post-game interview, I wish he'd have driven it. There was time because he got the ball wide open. Texas doubled Goldwire, and Jordan did what you're uh, – they, they were trying to get the ball to either Jordan for a drive or Mo for a shot. Those were the options. And they switched the pick that kept him from getting it to Mo. They doubled Jordan – which kept him from driving, but it left Ethan Shagwa wide open. And instead of shooting it, I wish he had driven because, you know, maybe you score and maybe they foul you if you've got a head of steam going to the rim. Mm -hmm. But that being said, Texas is the number one defensive team in the Big 12 and the number two defensive team in the nation. And if you tell Porter with 13 seconds left, I'm going to give you a wide-open shot for Ethan Shagwa to win the game. I'm not so sure he doesn't take it. Wide-open shots against those guys don't come. I mean, you think back, how many wide-open shots did Oklahoma have last night? So, no, not the shot that was drawn up. Wish he had driven it instead. But he was wide open. He was wide open. And he could make threes. So... I don't hate it. it now, it would it would have been different if Shagwa selfishly took a contested three. That's the different thing. He took a wide open shot and just missed it. So, but that's I wish they gotten something. Uh, usually, in that case, you're like, man, I wish they hadn't taken a shot that they missed. I wish they had taken a shot that they hit. That would be better. If I was coach, I would have drawn up a play for a shot that they'd make, which is uh, 
preferred. There's a lot of great coaches out there on Twitter. Why didn't they just draw up a shot for a layup? I would have been. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Anyway, Hurts last night, eighty to seventy-eight, Texas. Uh, Sooners now back on the road against Iowa State on Saturday. We will hear the post-game thoughts of Porter Moser. TJ, we got a live guest coming up in the seven o'clock hour today. Lonnie Kruger is going to join us live on the show this morning. Coach Kruger is going to be a part of something very special later today. He's going to tell us about it, and we'll get his thoughts on the Sooner basketball team as well. Plus, I want to hear your thoughts. We got OU softball and baseball on the horizon. Uh, some stuff going on around the rest of college basketball. Big news for men's golf, football stuff out there. It's a big day. We got lots to talk about on this Wednesday morning. It's the T Row in the Morning Show. We're underway. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle exit 108. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, Norman Regional Hospital, HealthPlex, and specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. I saw a specialized professional yesterday. Him and I aren't talking right now. You did not make me happy yesterday. <laughs> what did they do to you? Uh, Norman Regional Health, Health System here to serve Central Oklahoma's health care needs. I just, you know, had to have a procedure done yesterday or a test done yesterday that kind of don't want somebody sticking something somewhere that they got to do it, you know? And... Hmm. It wasn't pleasant, so I had that in the morning, then got kicked in the OU game, and then you know what, so it's been a rough, it was a rough uh, run yesterday, so I'm in a much better mood today, knowing that none of that's coming, so. Hmm. Everything okay? Um, yeah, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. That was less than Hey, convincing. I'm just going to tell men this. If you have signs, go get your test done at certain ages. Keep ahead of things, Okay. Very important, oh boy. So, I feel like I need more information more, on this. More information, but maybe not could, on the air. More information could be coming. I'm, I'm an open book, you know. I've got to have another uh, test done. I got to have some things checked out. So well, we we're, we're going to be all right. Though. Some we're concerning right. some. We're going to be all right. Uh, it's been concerned for about a year and a half now, and we're taking it further. So we'll be fine. We'll be Are fine. you going to have to have a full lobotomy or only a partial? <laughs> Just one? a partial. Just a partial. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Why try passing the ball inside over a stalker person? Give it to Gibson, The Rock, or Goldwire for a floater. Okay, try that again for me now. I don't know what they meant by over a stalker person. I think something got on predictive text. Why try passing the ball inside over a stalker person? What do you think that got corrected from? Why try passing the ball inside over a blank person? Give it to Gibson, the Rock, or Goldwire for a floater. Give it to Gibson, the Rock, or Goldwire um, for a floater. Which is what you I were don't saying know. maybe they're talking about where you think, they wanted you, Goldwire to drive you, but couldn't get you it. You think they're talking about the final possession? 
because that there wasn't a there was a turnover in overtime when Harkless fed the post. It was his only turnover of the game. He lobbed one to Jalen Hill, who had a guard on him, I believe. Well, they I mean they were playing four guard lineup, so maybe it was Timmy Allen. I'm not sure, but he had him pinned on his hip, and uh, he tried to lob it over the top of him. Remember for a, yeah for a layup, and he and he threw it away. Yeah. So is that maybe is that what maybe, the person's talking perhaps, about? Perhaps they can uh, give us more detail if they would like. I'm not sure if, if that's what you're talking about. I mean, the reason is they were trying to take advantage of. I'd have to go back and look at who was defending Jalen on that play, but obviously they were running a lot of offense through Jalen in the post last night because Texas was playing a four guard lineup that switches everything, and so they kept getting Jalen with guards on him, and it was working. And he would throw it to him, he would score. He's really good with that little baseline spin move or into the paint. He was also kicking it out and finding open guys. So I'm sure that was the intent of what they were trying to do there. It was a, but it was a poorly executed play. Um, so anyway, this air comfort solutions texture would like to know thoughts on why Groves didn't play much in the second half. Seems he only showed up there at the very end. Uh, I don't think he was in at the very end, was he? Oh, with the it, very end, very yeah, he got the rebound. Yes. Um, well, you're going to hear Porter's thoughts on that next segment. I did ask him about the decision to go more with Shagwa than Groves late, and he said he felt like uh, that Shag was doing a better job facilitating the offense, and he was doing a really nice job on the glass. So I think he was out there when Oklahoma – you know, they were down seven, and Shag came in, and they started that run back, and uh, so he just kind of rode with that lineup the rest of the way, I think. But you'll hear his answer to that question. Uh, this person wishes uh, Harkless would have had the rock for the last shot. Yes. I mentioned that during the timeout. We were talking about options, re- regulation, tie game, 13 seconds. We were talking about options mo had a hot hand um goldwire had a hot hand and, and uh him getting to the hoop or obviously or, or a little one of those little floaters in the lane is a good option but ej's kind of had a history of making shots with clocks and shot clocks running down you know he's kind of a live in the chaos type guy we've talked about before so i wouldn't have minded him taking it either that being said Texas knows all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, they are also defending you and trying to take away your best players and your shooters, and there's a reason Ethan Shagwa was open. By the way, I looked it up. He does not have a better career three-point percentage than Tanner Groves. Tanner's a couple of points higher. Uh, but still, he shot a lot and made a lot. So I'm with you. If I could have picked uh, one person to take the last shot in regulation, I would have picked – Harkless. I might have even run a a clear out like an old old fashioned buddy healed isolation NBA play one on one and say here you take it everybody else go one four flat EJ go to work do whatever moves you got to do and get a shot up. But that's not really the Porter. That's a Lon Kruger style. He he Lon would do that a lot with Trey and with Buddy and and with Austin Reeves. And uh, that's not really what Porter does. Not not with this team, anyway. 
Uh, there's a lot of ball movement and create mismatches and backdoors and, um, you know, get corners and edges on people. So that's not what they elected to do. Either that or even if it is what they elected to do, Texas didn't allow them to do it. So Let's see here what else we've got. Uh Good morning, All-Stars. When did OU's PA announcer start counting down the shot clock? It was annoying. It was just a reminder of how slow college basketball are, is nowadays. Proud of OU's fight. That was a technical situation, correct? So he had to do it? Yeah, the shot clock wasn't yeah. working on one <laughs> yeah. end last night. So they turned them both off, and the PA guy had to, had to count down. I do think... Ten, nine, eight... Uh, I think 10 was too much to count down from. I think you should have waited till 5. And I think it was unnecessary because they were able to put the shot clock on the scoreboards behind the goals. So it was a different spot than you're used to, which is why they did it. I mean, everybody's trained to look on top of the backboard for it. But it was very much still in the eyesight. And I, I think they could have said, asked both coaches, hey, listen, would you rather look, – look, here's where the shot clocks are. Directly behind the gold, TJ, there's scoreboards kind of mm-hmm. halfway up the arenas. Yes. And on the sides of those scoreboards, they on both sides, they, they synced the shot clock there. I think if you went to both coaches – could be wrong, but I think if you went to them and said, listen, there's where the shot clocks are going to be tonight. It's not normal. So if you want, we'll have the PA guy count down from 10 – or would you rather just tell your team, hey, there's the shot clocks, and they look, you know, they learn to look somewhere else different tonight? I think they both would have elected that. It wasn't that different eyesight wise from normal. It is different, but it, like, you go to a football stadium and the game clock is in all kinds of different places. You just got to know, quarterbacks got to know where to look. So I don't know. It was annoying, and I do think, Kevin talked about this last night, it's a little psychologically discombobulating for a shooter. That shot clock's running down, and the guy's counting it down, and I think you saw both teams last night a little frazzled by it. I think it did throw them off. It threw me off the first couple of times it happened. I'm like, stop doing that. You're making me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that being said, it was 80 to 78 last night. Like, Texas gives up 56 points a game. Yeah. So there were a lot of points scored for a Big 12 game. I know it went to overtime, but still. Uh, All free throws. Quite a bit of offense for a Big 12. Oh, my gosh. So many free throws. All right. Porter Moser's postgame thoughts next. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. That's two straight really tough ones, Coach. What uh, what did you say to the team afterwards? You know, I, I, it's, it's, it was really hard to, to address them because I thought they played their tails off. Um, we just didn't play smart enough. Um, they played hard enough to win, not smart enough to win. We... we we could look back on a, on a number of plays. Um, you know, one, we were up five in regulation, and we gave up an offensive rebound, and then we pushed a guy after the play was over, and then they got the ball again. That became a four-point play. Um, we, uh, 
you know, even then you go to overtime, and we were, I think we were up three, and we foul right in front of the referee, 29 feet from the basket, and we reach. We don't, it's just, that's just a disciplined thing. And uh, they get two free throws, and then we're bringing the ball up, and we just lose the ball, you know, and, um, so there's a, there's a lot of things they played so hard. Um, we just we just I told them I said you know we, there's two ways we react. This was a, a punch in the gut where you know these last two were um, we're right there fighting with top ten teams in the country. We got to we got there's more to it. You got to play your butt off and you got to have a, a mental toughness about yourself to finish these off. We gave up two really big offensive rebounds mm-hmm. um, late, and uh, so you know. Just we we've got to keep fighting. There's a lot. There's games left. There's five in the conference left. They're all going to be, you know, resume wins. And uh, we're we're fighting our tails off. Um, and we got to we got to bounce back from this. End of regulation. You forced the turnover to get the last shot. What were you? What was drawn up there? Well, we were trying to get. We, we ran the, the action earlier, and then when when Mo ghost up, they were coming over, and then Goldwire kept on refusing it. Um, and we didn't refuse it, and then Ethan came over, and then they switched, and then Ethan, the, the, the only thing that would happen, they doubled Jordan, is Ethan had a wide-open shot. I wish he would have drove it, uh, but he did have a wide-open shot. But we were trying to get a refusal on the wing with Jordan driving to the basket. And uh, um, <clears throat> he was so gassed, I just I just don't, just don't have much depth. And uh, we were we were really trying to do some things. But on the, we were ghosting, and all, all game we were ripping and driving on that. And we just we didn't get the rip and drive. You went with uh, Shag down the stretch and in overtime tonight. Do you like what he was? Getting? He was doing some good things rebounding wise yeah. and defensive wise, um, and he he was facilitating some offense, uh, you know, moving the ball and everything. Um, so that was that was something good. I, you know, I thought they, you know, we, we didn't shoot it particularly well. I mean, uh, I thought I thought EJ played his butt off, um, but you know, he was one for six. Joe was. One, 0 for 4, um, just struggled. You know, we had some, some looks three. at it. We yeah. had some looks. Yeah. We had some looks from 3. Um, but um, just not much margin for error. We, we, we got to play smarter. We just we were up we were up 3. That was a really tough one, that foul, and then just losing the ball right there. And then we had two turnovers. We had a turnover. Uh, EJ threw it up to Jalen, and that was a, a miss, miss mishap. Right. We, were, we had said before you sat down, the only shot you guys missed in overtime was the half-court heave. You made every other shot and every free throw in overtime and lost, but it was the turnovers that they got a couple extra possessions out of yeah. was the, yeah. the offensive rebound. Jalen Hill, I thought, was a warrior for you tonight, too. Yeah, he, especially until he got in foul trouble. I thought he was he was really tough. Um, we, we've been really trying to post him up more. Uh, mm-hmm. You could probably just tell with the with the, intense, the intention to post him up, get him going, get him down in the block, get him in the paint, um, and uh, – you know, it, he's he's responded, and we got a lot of good mileage out of posting him up tonight. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you. Thank, good luck. Th- I, I just got to say this. Yeah. Thank you to the students in the crowd. I, I promise you, I'm fighting my tail off. We're going to turn this, but they, they, they the students were great. So thank you. There you go. Uh, Porter Moser's postgame thoughts. Uh I'm trying to decide whether to talk about the crowd or not. They were great. They were loud and into it, the ones that were there. It was extremely disappointing, the crowd size last night. Extremely disappointing. But 
the ones that were there were loud and into it, and the students that were there were loud and into it. So, I mean, I think they did the best they could. It's far from the atmospheres we face on the road. I mean, it's just so... I know people think I talk about it too much. Come with me on the road, you know. Uh, It's just so glaringly different when you go into these sold-out arenas and you can't hear during timeouts and you got to use hand signals to communicate with each other and it feels like the arena's rattling and your soul is rattling and... uh, and what it's like in the Lloyd Noble Center. It's just so drastically different. This year it's been underlined to me for some reason. I Maybe it's because even like some of the places before where it wasn't, you're like, yeah, but it's like that at Texas. And yeah, but it's like that at Baylor. Yeah, but TCU doesn't draw any fans. TCU sold out. Uh, Texas, 12,000 people when we went. Baylor sold out. I mean, it's it's everywhere now. So... I really thought, and I'm a fool, I thought last night with Texas being town in a 6 o'clock tip instead of 8, I was like, oh, well, it'll be packed. I mean, huge game. Oh, you played great last week. It's Texas. It's 6 o'clock. Somebody told me earlier in the day they thought there'd be seven or 8,000 there. I was like, no, 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 it'll be sold out. One of the coaches asked me yesterday, what's it going to be like tonight? And I was like, oh, it'll be a zoo in here tonight. It'll be sold out tonight. Don't worry. It's Texas. And then they looked at me before the game and was like, where is everyone? I was like, 10 minutes before the game, and you look around, and it looks like a intramural game's about to take place. So I don't know. I probably should just let it go, and I there's no answer for it. They, they just – I don't know, Teach. They just – I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer for – do, I, I don't guess. have a, I don't an answer for last night. Um, I, I don't have anything to tell you. I mean, I don't know what to tell you on that. I, I was expecting a bigger crowd than that as well. So, um, mm-hmm. Especially for Texas. I mean, typically that's always the case, no matter even what type of team you're rolling out there for Oklahoma. So, I just think they don't care. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be mean, but ticket prices aren't too high, are they? No, I don't Parking think... Parking is very convenient. I don't think that's the issue. Now, I did hear some stuff last night in the couple of games I've been to this year. I mentioned how much different it's been trying to get to Lloyd Noble, and I don't know why it's different this season. But it is maddening Traffic trying to wise? get there. Yeah, and I heard again last night from some people that Highway 9 and Lindsay were backed up to the highway again and was taking 30 and 45 minutes to get hmm. that stretch to Lloyd Noble. And... You may have had some people give up. I don't know, but that wouldn't have accounted for what we're talking about. And that may have been, you know, is there some construction people. that we don't normally no, have? No, not that I'm. I, I go down Highway Nine quite a bit. No, not that I. There's nothing on there that I'm thinking of, mm. unless I'm forgetting about something. So I don't know why it's different this year. But even the the couple that, like I said, I've been, it was, and I was like, I think I give myself plenty of time, and I'm either running in for tip off or or late. So. That's one thing for the slow arriving crowd last night. It did fill in a little bit more from what the beginning of the game was, but uh, that's not the excuse for last night. Uh, I'm just saying I, I've heard from people on that, so I don't know if that's discouraged some to not even attempt it. Yeah. So, but that we had some we had I mean, some big always recruits crap, there last so. night too, and I just uh, it's just not good. It's just not a good look, man. 
maybe an arena on the interstate with an easy on-off major intersection, Tej, and a, maybe that would be a good idea at some point. I don't know, something for the city council <laughs> to think about. You know, it's uh, um, there are some people trying to revive it, so I don't even think I think it's more county than city. So I think some talk stirring up again about that arena project. Or I don't, I don't even know if OU wants them anymore. I think OU's just like, we're going to do it on our own. You don't want to be involved and take the millions of dollars a year that we were going to help with? Then forget it. We'll just do it on our own and keep the money. So, yeah, I think it is being revived, but I'm not sure that Oklahoma or that OU cares if the city wants to be involved or not. So, I mean, I don't know everything about it. Maybe I'm speaking out of school there, but that's what – I know there's some hard feelings. So, anyway. It is what it is. We will go it up to Hilton Coliseum. You might say, well, if the team was better. Yeah. Well, Iowa State and Kansas State are right there with OU or below them in the standings. And I promise you, we're about to walk into sold out arenas. So, you know, whatever. Uh, it's going to be packed on Saturday at Hilton Coliseum. It'll be nuts. You won't be able to hear yourself. And they got to go win. I mean, they just got to get, they just got to suck it up and go. Win in some of these tough environments down the stretch, or they're going to be sitting at home on bracket day. I'm going to ask you a little bit later what other chances now, Teach. I need a percentage of uh, chances to get into the tournament now, so be thinking about that. Time for a break. Hi, Piglet. We'll be back. Yeah. TJ looks pretty good, too. I-, I can see TJ without a shirt on. That wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> Welcome back. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, I'm not going to read all of these, but there were several. I uh, see you uh, all with the same message. Block out, block out, block out, block out. I think that was probably Correct. something. Yeah. A couple to offensive all- rebounds really hurt him in overtime. Right. Discussed that in game film and probably were in, in timeouts and everything else. So um, yeah. this is a long text. I hope I don't go anchorman here. Haven't pre-read it. Uh, that was one of the worst crowds I have ever seen in the LNC. Pathetic. Something has got to change. All you bandwagoners that grace the team with your presence when things are good, shame on you. A packed house could have and would have been the difference in this one. Not patting myself on the back, but I drove over two and a half hours each direction, getting home after midnight, back up five hours later to show support for the fourth time this season, and most listening can't even drive across town. Wake up, Sooner Nation. Sorry. Wake up, OU Nation. I changed that for him. Shouldn't have done that. I'm just gonna let that. I have that nothing, to add to, nothing that. to add to that. Yeah. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> it's hard to. It's it's. You never know. You never know what would have happened. But uh, yeah, it's t- I mean, it's there. It's just, just. It's a disadvantage. That's all. That's it. It's you know, no, without pointing fingers, it's a disadvantage. That's all. Uh, baseball Ross says, actually, Toby, rather than Shag driving for the points in the last possession, I'm preferring that he banks in a three-pointer for the win. <laughs> that would have been cool. That <laughs> would have been cool. That would have been great. Uh, let's see here. Moser's first year reminds me of Stoops' first year in every game, just battling to the finish, but play with extreme effort. They... I mean, I'll. They work so hard. 
this coaching staff is just grinders, man. I mean, like I, I sent something on that road trip when we went to West Virginia and then to Auburn. Uh, they they played West Virginia in Morgantown, won that game. Got back to the hotel and I went to the team room. We, uh, Kevin and I and Theron and a couple other guys were going to eat together in the team room. Uh, and the coaches were in there grinding on the Auburn film already. I mean, they just they work hard, really, really hard. Porter's like just sweating like crazy after that game. And the team plays really hard. So I'm with you, Texter. I mean, uh, hopefully they can still pull this out. You know, hopefully they can still piece together a great finish. It's it's looking uh, less likely than it was before, you know, if they had won last night. That's for sure. Last night really hurts. But I think you do have to appreciate the job under the circumstances that he has done this year when you show up on campus with three guys. It was a fire drill around here when Lon left. And I yes. love Lon. He's going to join us live next hour. But Austin went to the NBA. Good on him. Brady transferred. Alondis transferred. Kerr transferred. Davion transferred. Three guys left. And, you know, there's nobody on this team that's going to the NBA. And they have, they have put themselves in a spot to maybe make a run at uh, the tournament. So I agree with the texture. The point being, there are a lot of positive signs to see about how hard they play, what great defense they play, and how hard he coaches. So I think the future's bright. Agreed. I thought but last night I at say one that point, about every OU coach. You guys know me. Yeah, I thought at one point last night, though, this is a good team in a great conference that is coached very well. They're just slightly short. Yeah, you know they just don't have the depth. So that's right. Yeah, that's what it is. Every time he'd try to go to the bench to give somebody a break last night, yeah. you know they'd turn it over or they'd get, you know, they'd get bullied a little bit by the men on the other side. And Texas has twenty two, twenty three year olds everywhere. So, top of the hour, we'll be back.